Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today we are heading back to Virginia to speak with the talented Francine Piriano Davila. Francine is an accomplished author known for her diverse range of children's literature. Her latest release, The Lonely Chameleon, is a testament to her commitment to empowering children with the gift of self-belief. So, my dear Francine, welcome to the RV. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm, it's a pleasure to be back and an honor to be here again. I see that you published your second book in May 2023. Yes. Um, so, the, I did um, The Lonely Chameleon. That was my third book, and it was published in May of 2023. And I have uh, two books, which is Cloud Monsters, which you which you know well. And um, I have a sequel to Cloud Monsters, which is Cloud Monsters: Return of the Boltons. Oh, three books. All right. Yes. <laughs> I'm curious to know if you participated in any book signing events. Yes, I have done uh, many, many book signings uh, in the past two years. So um, yes, I. I truly enjoy doing book signings. I enjoy uh, talking with the kids. It's just very, it, it's very exciting. And I loved working with kids. And Francine, is there any fun story that you would like to share with us? Yes, I do several book signings. Sometimes it could be, you know, kind of dead where people aren't really coming in. So you're just kind of sitting there hoping to talk to someone, but then you'd, you'd have, it would be a couple of hours and then someone would come over to you and I'd get excited thinking, oh, they want to hear about my book. But then they would kind of just say, oh, do you know where the bathroom is? Or uh, can you please direct me to the trash? <laughs> so it's just, you know, I'm, and I, of course I do, you know, I'll, I'll direct them. But, you know, it's, it's always now it's kind of funny um, that I think back on it now because it is kind of funny when you think about it. But <laughs> I would love to talk about my book, but, you know, I'll help people out in any way I can. <laughs> so it's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I think it's always better to see people in the library, even if they are not there because of us. Right. <laughs> they right. to be in a completely empty library. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it was definitely, definitely pretty funny. So at least I was able, you know, to talk to some people there. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah, keeping the, the cool is important. <laughs> you have, definitely have to have a sense of humor. <laughs> For sure. And Francine, for our listeners who did not know about you, can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, uh, I'm an author and I actually do work part-time as an accounting associate. I'm a mom of two boys, age, well, soon to be 13 and 11, so soon to be a teen and teenager. <laughs> so definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, so I, I got into writing. Well, I've always loved writing ever since, even when I was in high school, but I started writing when I was in my mid-40s, which I started out pretty late. And I started writing uh, animal articles for magazines, pretty much about 
nutrition and cats. And then I just kind of got into starting to write for children, for older kids and then younger kids. Mm -hmm. And as I said, you worked as a veterinary technician. And I did. It's just amazing to be able to work with animals. Yes. I mean, it was truly rewarding. Um, I was an animal control officer as well. And I was able to help many animals. And for me, it's just it was just a big part of my life. Animals are a huge part of my life. So it was definitely a rewarding part of my life. Yes. And I know you have a cat. I do. I have, uh, we adopted a cat named Zoe and she's great. <laughs> she's very vocal. She's, she talks all the time. <laughs> So she had to let her out during this interview because she would be meowing constantly. <laughs> so they want attention. Sometimes cats yes. they don't need attention, but right. some need. So it's about personality. Yes. And yes, yeah, she's, she's great. We all love her. So. <laughs> and why did you decide to transition into writing, especially children's books? Um. I've always loved writing. I've just always kind of writing for me kind of kind of takes me to a different world. And I just get so enveloped in writing. And I feel like I'm using my imagination. And I really wanted to do that for kids. When I was younger, I used to love reading books, especially, you know, Stephen King and H.D. Wells. And it always took me into a different world. And I always told myself, I really would love to do that for kids. I really want them to enjoy my books and have them use their imaginations and just love reading. And writing for kids, for me at least, it, it looks like as if I'm still a kid. I think as if I'm a kid when I'm writing kids' books. I think it's just uh, going back to your childhood. Yes, that's true. I mean, I feel like when I'm writing, I almost do feel like I'm, I'm a kid again. I'm kind of like that 10-year-old girl, you know, writing a book. It just it does kind of feel like that a lot. And Francine, your mentor, when you believe in yourself, you can accomplish anything. Never give up and you will persevere. Yes. This is incredibly inspiring. So can you expand on the origins of this mantra and how it has motivated you throughout your writing career and life in general? Right. I mean, basically, I mean, for me, I'm starting to write later in life. I basically told myself, you know what, I'm in my mid 40s. And, you know, I, it's not too late. I could still do it. I could still write even though I'm older. And I never gave up. And I said, I'm just going to do it. I want other people, especially kids to know that they should never give up. If they have a dream, you need to just do it and not give up. And I want them to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to persevere. I'm going to continue with my dream. Even though it's hard, you know, you can get rejected or, I mean, it can definitely be very hard, but you definitely should never, ever give up. And I know if you never give up, you'll be able to do anything you want. Mm -hmm. I've definitely had the dream since I was probably um, early 20s. I've had that dream of writing. I just, I just never did it. But then later in life, I said, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to do it. So, and here I am. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And also, I remember you mentioned your love for science fiction. So can you share your favorite science fiction book or movie of all time and why it's your favorite? Uh, definitely uh, War of the Worlds. The older, I mean, the, the book and, old, and the older movie and, of course, the newer movie as well. But War of the Worlds was great. And it's kind of what I based my uh, my first book on, Cloud Monsters. Yeah. So that really inspired me to, to write Cloud Monsters. 
Mm-hmm. And actually, talking about cloud monsters, you've published this book two years ago. Yes. And the sequel, you've published it this year. Yes, it was, uh, I think it was late last year where it came out. Yes, where it's published. So can you yes. tell us a little bit about the returning of the Voltans? Yeah, uh, basically, um, it, the Voltans, they want revenge on the cloud monsters, the Zellians. So they, they come, they're living on a different planet other than Earth. So the Voltans are, they came back, they want to take revenge and take all the, the humans off the planet. I want I don't want to give too much away, but they they definitely come back and they make chaos and there's a whole war that goes on and with the Zellians, the humans and the Voltans. The whole book really is about revenge and how the Zellians and the humans try to deal with them. You know, I was watching a series on I don't know where, but it was invisible and when you were, I don't know if you know this series, but when you were telling us about your new book, the the return of the Valtons, it reminded me about this series, and I really love it. It's so it's so nice. I couldn't stop. I was dancing. I could not stop <laughs> watching it. Thank so, you. Yes, and that this this uh, book um, is for which age which age you you are yes um so the cloud monster series is for middle basically middle schoolers anywhere you know from 9 to 13 okay yes when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply and now i'm so curious to know about the lonely chameleon yes. Yes, this is um, definitely a book that that really means a lot to me. It basically teaches kids uh, self love and self acceptance. And you know, for me growing up, I had I had you know really tough time in school as well. You know, with you know I guess having a low self esteem, self esteem and low self image. And the lonely chameleon is about a, a chameleon named Charlie, and he cannot change color. So. He kind of goes through life feeling left out. Um, his friends don't accept him and he cannot accept himself. So he decides to leave. Basically, he wants to find somewhere where people will accept him. Uh, so he just goes on a long journey. He meets other animals in his journey, along his journey. Does He does not want to be friends with them because he feels like they won't accept him. So, you know, basically he just goes on this journey and eventually he does uh, wind up accepting himself and loving himself for, for who he is. You know, a chameleon that can't change color and he has that self-love again. And he kind of says, you know what, I was being silly. I'm pushing all these people away, thinking that they won't accept me. But the problem was that he never accepted himself. Yeah, I think this book is so important for a children's self-esteem. That's yes. a great story. And also, I want to know what sparked your curiosity about chameleons? <laughs> well, you know, I was trying to come up with an idea about an animal who can't accept himself. And I was trying to think of an animal where if they didn't have something, it would really, you know, it would be a big deal. 
you know, like kind of like, you know, a zebra who didn't have any stripes or, you know, a chameleon who couldn't change color because color changing color is such a huge part of a chameleon. So I figured, you know, I think this might be a great idea for a book. And, you know, I, I kind of worked on that, that idea and that's, and the lonely chameleon was born. <laughs> and for our listeners, can you share some fascinating curiosities about chameleons? Because I think they are just fascinating. I mean, I think they're fascinating creatures. Um, I mean, just the fact that they're able to kind of blend in with their environment when they're threatened, I feel that in itself is a, a truly amazing <laughs> And that is just one thing that really, I was mesmerized by that and just amazed by that. And that's, and that's why I kind of really wanted to write about, about a chameleon. They've always been fascinating to me. Yeah, I always love the idea that yeah. they change colors. And actually, before interviewing you, I was, of course, researching about chameleons. And, you know, Francine, I always thought that chameleons changed the colors primarily for camouflage is that correct yes I um I know they do uh try to camouflage and I know when they feel threatened that they change color and that's I guess if they see a predator and they they kind of blend into their background to prevent the predator from you know getting to them so definitely that that fact always kind of fascinated me because they can just kind of blend in and when they do you really honestly I've seen pictures where they blend into their environments and you can't even you can't even see them it's, it's amazing yes it is so so I was researching and I also saw that they also change colors because it's a way to communicate also with each other I said that nature is truly amazing it, it, I mean it really is I mean nature is it, it is it, I mean you've said you said it it's it's truly truly amazing and I I love you know all animals and all animals have something fascinating about them and also Francine you mentioned that you are working on more children's books mm -hmm. related to self-esteem please don't stop never stop writing right. about it this theme it's super important and also necessary mm -hmm. we yes i definitely will not stop i will definitely continue to write self-esteem books and try i really do um my main goal is to really try to help kids with their self-esteem and just feel confident and, and love themselves for, for who they are and just everyone is, is so special and unique and i just want them I want other kids to see that about themselves. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's very good. And also, could you give us a sneak peek into what readers can expect from your upcoming projects? Yeah, I mean, they can de they'll definitely see um, more books uh, about animals, kind of trying to teach self-esteem. I'm trying to, I guess, teach self-love through writing books about animals and something that I kind of animals lack and they don't like about themselves. So I'm trying, I'm going to use animals in all of my, pretty much all of my books to try to teach that to other kids. Amazing, Francine. So being a mother, um, being a mom and author, how do you balance your writing career with family life, especially with two active boys and yes. teenage <laughs> boys and a cat and a husband. Yes, <laughs> and a husband, right? I mean, actually, it's, you know, it's actually been really great. Um, I haven't had any problems. I mean, my sons actually come, they come to book signings with me and, and they help me out with the book signings. And um, I write pretty much when my sons are in school. <laughs> So I'm able to kind of do that. But actually, you know, I love doing all of that stuff. I love writing, taking care of my sons 
And really, it's it's really not that hard to balance for me because I love it so much. I, I just I love I just love the chaoticness. I guess you would say just be everything being chaotic and me being able to do everything. I th- otherwise, I think it would just be very boring. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I agree completely. And also, I think that the way you you talk, the way you are, you are so motivated about writing and bringing this subject to the table. It's very inspiring, Fran. Very, very inspired. Thank you so much. And yes, my, my, my main goal is just to help other kids. And hopefully I can do that. You will. And do you, would you like to leave a message for our listeners today? Sure. I mean, basically, um, you know, just for especially kids, just, you know, go for your dreams and, and never give up. That is my message to all kids. Just never give up on your dreams. Keep trying. Thank you so much. And Francine, I would like to say thank you for returning. You are always, always welcome. Also, I'm happy to have you in the RV Book Fair in November and learn more about your books and writing process. And for our listeners, please check our upcoming magazine in November. This is a special magazine with the RV Book Fair and Francine and of course other guests will be there. Francine, please, before we leave, can you share with us your contacts? Sure. Um, well, I do have a website and it's it's my name. It's Francine uh, PerianoDavila.com. Um, and I will just kind of list all of my books um, and events and um, I am on Facebook and Instagram as well, just under my name, Francine Periano Davila. So you'll find me there. Mm-hmm. Also, Francine, I'll be putting your contacts on the highlights of the the podcast and also the magazine, so our listeners will be able to find you even easily. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for coming and thank you for tuning in. Thank you. I appreciate you having me again. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.